loveliness. I want God. All I ever wanted was God. And I don't want to give him second best. I want God. All I ever wanted was God. Yeah. I want God, I want God, all I ever wanted, all I ever wanted was God, I don't want to give him second don't want to give him I want God, I want God, I want God, I want to live like a life, treat everybody right, I want to look like him, precious in his sight. I'll be alive, forgive my enemy. He was, he called me to be. I don't want a form of God. I want God, I want God. Yeah, all I ever wanted was God. All I ever wanted was God. I don't want to give him second. Don't want to give him my second best. God, I want you. Amen. Good morning, New Beginnings Christian Center. And welcome to this morning's message. My name is Pastor Ronald A. Cooper. And on behalf of the First Lady and the members of New Beginnings Christian Center, I want to welcome you to this morning's message. I am so excited to be here once again, as I always am. And I just thank God for your presence as well. For those who are tuning in to hear a message on today. In the background, you hear Moret Brown Clark talking about I Want God. Mm, it was such an inspiring song that I just had to throw a little bit up for you this morning. And I pray that it puts your heart, your mind, your spirit into the right place to want God for yourself. You know, we face a lot of issues, a lot of problems, a lot of trials and tribulations throughout our lives and throughout our days and times. And we need to understand that we haven't been abandoned. We haven't been forgotten. We're not alone. In the midst of all that we're going to talk about today, I pray that from it, you can take away the message that God wants to give you today, that you are precious in his sight, that he loves you, that he desires to keep you always in his care, in his embrace. And if you can simply take away that, you indeed have received a blessing on this day. I know I want God. Let us pray this morning. Let us open up with a prayer that we can bless each other, one another. Pray for one another. Pray for, for yourself, your families, and, and for those around you. Father, I thank you this morning for being our God, for keeping us, for blessing us, for, for giving us, oh God, all that we stand in need of. 
Father, once again this morning, we come before your presence just to simply ask you, oh God, as humbly as we know how, for forgiveness for our trespasses. Father, we are not perfect, but oh God, we are working to be more to be more like you with each passing day. And so as we continue to grow, oh God, continue to shape us, mold us, to make us over so that we can be better than we were on yesterday. Bless us, Father God, with a heart, with a hunger and a thirst and a desire to seek after you with each passing day so that we can be made over, so that we can be made new, so that we can be changed. And if it be your will, oh God, let us live under your blessed care each and every day of our lives. I thank you. I praise you. I worship and I glorify you. And I ask these and all blessings in your son Jesus most loving and precious name I pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. We just gonna, we, Father, we just thank you, thank you, thank you for being God. And we want you in our lives. Father, this morning's message for all who are listening in, we're gonna talk about some of the problems that, that we face on a daily basis. This me morning's message is titled The Stones of Adversity. And everybody faces some adversity in their lives. Difficulty and adversity comes to all of us. Sometimes in small ways that just simply nag us like a pebble in our shoes, and sometimes in large ways that simply come in and overwhelm us just like a huge flood. And none of us, none of us are exempt. Not because, and especially those of us who are Christians, we are not exempt from the problems and, and challenges that we're going to face in our lives as we go about our way. You see, we can, we can begin to understand, if we can just simply understand that we're going to have these issues. We're going to have problems. Whether it's a report that you don't care for when you go to visit your dentist or your doctor, or something that goes wrong with your car or at your home, problems are going to come into your life in one form or another. And sometimes it's going to weigh heavy upon us and cause us to really consider or to think whether or not, you know, we are in, in, in a place to receive blessings. But we should never question that. We should never begin to question whether God has abandoned us. You see, when we look back into the word, we can begin to clearly see that we aren't the first to have problems and we won't be the last. You see, when we look at our Bible, Moses showed us that we knew all about, he knew all about adversity. And that's why when we look at one of the passages that is the, the subject matter for today's text, when we look at the book of Deuteronomy, we see right there the message that is given to us for our understanding so that we can be comforted in knowing that God is still on our side. I want you to think about it. And if you have your Bibles handy, open them up with me as we jump right into this word today. And if you flip over to Deuteronomy, the fourth chapter, the 27th through the 31st verse, allow me to read this. 
as you follow along. And the Lord shall scatter you among the nations, and you shall be left few in number among the heathen, whither the Lord shall lead you. And there ye shall serve gods, the work of men's hands, wood and stone, which neither see, nor hear, nor eat, nor smell. But if thence thou shalt seek the Lord thy God, thou shalt find him, if thou seek him with all thy heart and with all thy soul. When thou art in tribulation, and all these things are come upon thee, even in the latter days, if thou turn to the Lord thy God, and shalt be obedient unto his voice, for the Lord thy God is a merciful God. He will not forsake thee, neither destroy thee, nor forget the covenant of thy fathers, which he swore unto them. You see, church, we have to understand that there is a God that loves us and cares for us so much, but we must return that love through our obedience, through our willingness to serve him, through our willingness to, to call upon and to worship him, even in the midst of the tribulations and troubles that we might face. You see, again, I want you to know that all of us, just like you might get a pebble in your shoe that just is so annoying and you don't have time to stop and find it and get it out, but yet you can feel it there. And it's just a tiny thing that just, it causes you so much pain and it's a problem for you, or it's a flood of problems that roll in, that, that just wash over you like a huge wave. In one form or another, we're all, we all face things that we can sometimes don't feel like we can deal with. But we need to know, we need to believe, we need to continue to hold on to our faith and understand that whatever we're going through, it's not necessarily because of sin in our lives. We don't go through these things just because we're such bad people that God has turned his back on us, that he no longer cares for us, that he no longer wishes to see us receive the goodness, the good things in life. That's not it. Oftentimes we want to say that it's sin that has brought a problem in. But sometimes adversity is associated with sin, is associated with sin, and sometimes it isn't. You see, when we look at our Bibles, we see that David and he numbered the people. It was a display of the pride on his on his behalf that resulted in a significant amount of trouble for him. You see, he never should have done that. We know that. But he we also know that God loved David and he was not going to turn away from him because he committed that one act. Look at Jonah. He ran from God, and we know the story there. His dis disobedience brought a whole lot of adversity, the kind I wouldn't want to have to deal with because I'm not looking, I would never look forward to spending some time, so many days in the belly of a fish. But it does not automatically mean that when I have trouble, I've sinned. That's what the story also should remind us of that just because trouble is creeping in that somehow a sin has brought it down upon us. No. What about Job? He is also one who suffered tremendously in his life. He's a classic example of someone who had faced adversity. And though there was no glaring sin in his life, Job displayed no sins whatsoever, but yet 
trouble came upon him. It fell upon his life. You see, we have to remember that, that, that Jesus observed that God sends rain upon the just and the unjust. And we're not exempt from that as Christians. Paul wanted to encourage the believers of Asia Minor. He said, we must go through many tribulations to enter the kingdom of God, end quote. Adversity comes to all of us and we should all expect it. That's the thing that we have to remember, but it does not mean that we've been abandoned. If you're feeling that way today, because of something that you've experienced, some things that you've been going through, and it seems like it's just ongoing one after another, please don't turn your back. Don't let the enemy deceive you into believing that it's time to turn away from God. If you're a Christian, you know, you must know that God isn't going, isn't just putting trials and tribulations upon you, but sometimes things are placed upon you not to just bring you trouble, but to also to strengthen you and to make you stronger. It's not there just to ensure that you suffer or that you have pain. You see, we can't always expect for God to keep trouble away from us. And sometimes I believe that some of us really have that opinion that because we are believers, because we are followers of Christ, that we should not ever, ever have to experience problems. We should not have adversity. We should not have trials. But that's not the case. Whatever you're going through, God has a plan to use it for good. And you, if, you, if you keep that in, in the forefront of your mind, it's going to help you to get through a lot of things. God knows all about adversity in our lives. And he wants to, he wants to strengthen our character. You see, you can't get stronger if you don't ever, if you're never tried. And I'll tell you, right now, the Bible is quite clear that iron sharpens iron. You can't sharpen iron with a cotton ball. I'm sorry, it's just not gonna happen. If things always soft and easy and good, it's not going to get any better. You're not gonna get any stronger for it, for it, for being all, always surrounded by the, the soft, the gentle, the easy. You know, one thing that 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 Brent comes to mind right now, when we think about characters or people who have lived in this world, you know, when I was studying music once uh, several years ago in one of the courses I was taking, I really fell into the, the classical music, you know, Chopin and Beethoven and all those. But did, how many people know that that Beethoven, as a as a a, a producer of music, that he did his best work. Now get this, Beethoven created some of his best work after he went deaf. Think about it, losing your hearing. How much, how much would you want to just blame God for that? But instead of blaming God, he produced some of the best works that he ever produced once he was deaf. Mm. There are so many others throughout time and history that when they faced adversity, they didn't let adversity overtake their lives, but they took it and they, they made something great. They allowed themselves to get better. 
there are things in life that God allows to come in our way. And he knows, he knows the end before it begins. Now think about that, if you will. He already knows the outcome of the things that you're going through. So if God allows the adversity into your life, he does so because he knows it will lead to something good, something better, something greater, something more magnificent, something so wonderful. Now, but think, get this, something that he knows you never would have attained or reached if it had not been for the pressure, if it had not been for the force, if it had not been for the adversity. Now, come on, we have to admit sometimes that we really don't step out of our comfort zones. We don't begin to move forward. We don't even start to do some certain things until we're forced to do so, until we're put in a position where we have to do so. Because we're too busy taking it easy, too busy looking for the easy route or the simple way. And how does that always help you? Do you really think you grow by never being challenged? It's the challenges that come to make you stronger. It's those uh, those adversities, those pressures that you're sometimes under that are going to force that development, that growth, that new you to come through. When we look at Romans, the eighth chapter, the 28th verse, it says this. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Now, if we truly believe what that scripture says, that that scripture speaks to you right now, if it's telling you that God, he means what he says, he meant what he said, that all things work together for good for them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose, then if all things work for good, then how can we look at everything, some things that, that, that occur in our lives, and we only focus on the bad? Is it simply because we're feeling sorry for ourselves or, or we, we feel like we shouldn't have to go through anything? I would pray that you're not in that mindset and that you don't have this, you don't have this false belief or false understanding that you're never going to have to struggle, that you're never going to have to be oppressed, that you're never going to have any trials in your life. And that if you do, somehow God has forgotten about you because that's not the case. It's simply not the case. Sometimes you have to know that God is trying to provide you with a breakthrough. And he's trying to make you stronger. He's pressing you. You also remember the, the, the word says that he's never going to place more on you than you can bear. Hmm. You've heard that before, haven't you? Whatever you're going through, God will not let you face it alone. You're not going to face it alone. He's not going to turn his back on you. He's not going to force you to have to live it out by yourself, to endure it alone, even when you want to believe that you are. You see, Jesus promised, I will never leave you nor forsake you. If you don't believe it, look at Hebrews 13, chapter 13, verse 5. You see, God promises to always be with us in the midst of our adversity. Now, what if you were to 
think about it in that sense, that every time you've got a problem, God has just drawn himself just a little bit closer to you and that he's making himself ever present in your life, that he is coming in to ensure that you survive whatever it is that you're going through, whatever the challenges are. In Psalms, the 94th chapter, verses 12 through 14, it says, blessed is the man whom thou chastened, O Lord, and teacheth him out of thy law, that thou mayest give him rest from the days of adversity until the pit be digged for the wicked, for the Lord will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. If you're one of God's children, if you're a part of that inheritance, if you're an heir to the kingdom, then glory be to God for him keeping you so close for always. He's giving you so much that you can hold on to, to assure you, to reassure you, to reaffirm, to make known unto you that he loves you just that much, that he isn't going to let you go. You are not going to be alone. You see, he's very interested in each and every one of us, and he want, he never wants to let us go. He doesn't want us to have to go through tragic adversity by ourselves. No, he wants, excuse me, to be there with us. And as we learn these lessons of adversity and, and we begin to understand just a little bit more about the ne how necessary it is for our lives, we begin to mature then as Christians, you see. And at some point, yeah, every one of us needs to mature and to grow. And as we grow as mature Christians, we can begin to understand the need for some adversity and the challenges and also how to deal with them, how to cope with them. You know, some of us may be more mature than others. Some of us are further along in our faith than others. But it doesn't mean that you can't get there. And all of us need to, to get better. All of us need to improve. There is always, uh, it doesn't matter how long you've been a Christian or a believer, there's always going to be a challenge that'll come your way that'll make even the, the finest, the oldest, the best of us want to crack under the pressure. But we all must remain strong. We must remain strong. We must always remember that God has not abandoned us in the midst of our problems that he's not going to run away. I keep saying that because I want you to remember that. You know, a great writer once said that God does not offer us a way out of testings in life. He offers us a way through them. And that makes all the difference. Yes, that makes all the difference. He's not going to always make a way out of it, but he'll make a way through it. And if he'll bring you through it, then you know, you know he loves and he cares for you. That there is, a, there is a safety and a comfort that you can have in your life because he knows that through that adversity, it's going to teach us many things about who he is and about he, what he does and about he, what he wants. And he will show us what he wants to accomplish in our lives. He will begin to open our eyes to understanding so much more as we have gone through 
to what he is doing and what he wants us to do. It teaches us sometimes about how faithful we need to be. Those same tests that show whether we truly have faith or we don't. At times, we may find ourselves in situations that are much that seem to be too much for us. However, God will show us that nothing is too hard for God. You see, even when you feel like it's too hard for you, you've got to always remember, hallelujah, that is never too hard for God. We are not sufficient ourselves alone. We are never going to be sufficient alone. But with God, we can do anything. We are overcomers that those adversities of life, those things that we go through, that God's strength, his strength will ensure that we can make it. His strength will ensure that our lives will never be forfeited. His strength will ensure that we'll forever endure, that even if as we come out of one challenge and prepare to go into another, that we are not going to be doing it alone and that it's only gonna last for a little while. And he's going to bring us that joy in the morning. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Weeping mayeth endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning because our God will ensure that he brings us to it, out of it. If he carries you to it, he'll bring you through it. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's right. That is what you have to say. That's what you have to be reciting and reminding yourself. Go to Philippians 4 and 13 and read it for yourself. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let him strengthen you this morning, church. Let him bring you peace because you know that whatever the crisis, whatever trial, whatever the challenge, that you are not going to go through it alone and that he's going to bring you out of it. No matter how bad it looks, don't let your eyes deceive you. Don't let your ears fool you. It is never going to be so bad that God can't fix it because he can. Even when it's too hard for you, that doesn't matter. It doesn't mean anything because you have a God who can fix anything. You see, listen to me. Sometimes, you know, Nobody wants adversity to come into their lives. Let's be plain about that. Nobody wants that. That's, that's just a natural response. But as I, I mature in faith and as I grow older, I understand that God allows it sometimes to come into my life and that it's not always because I've sinned, but because he wants me to continue to grow and to expand. He wants you to grow as well. And you can't get there if you're never, ever, ever challenged, if you never have to go anything. We're all going to have to face various adversities in our life. And God, he's going to allow it. But remember this, he has a plan. He has a plan for better days. He has a plan for better times, for better things, for a better outcome. Jesus Christ has promised to be with us always, even through the valley and the shadow of death. We have to know in this world, in with the tribulation that we, we, we will have to come up against, that we're going to see, that we're going to face, that's going to come to you in this world, that we can be of good cheer. We can continue to remain happy. We can never let the world see us see us uh, in in the in the struggles that that may come upon us, but always with a smile on our face, 
to know and to understand that it, regardless of what we're facing, what you're, what you're dealing with, that God's got it and he's going to bring you through it. And you can be happy about that. You can get excited about that. Be of good cheer for he has overcome the world. And if he has overcome the world, there's nothing left in this world that can take you out. There's nothing left in this world that can do you in. No, not as long as you continue to hold on to God's unchanging hand and you allow him to be the, the, the guide, the rule that you follow, that you adhere to, that we remain obedient, that we remain discipline in our actions and activities, and that we never allow the enemy to deceive us into believing that we've been abandoned and left alone. God loves you, and he wants to keep you, even in the midst of the tribulations. You see, we're going to see the stones of adversity. They're going to come our way, but don't ever, ever, ever shy away from the challenge. I pray that you can be blessed from this word today that it is a message that will cause you to grow and to understand just a little bit better that everything isn't because of a sin or something that you've done. It's simply because God wants to draw the best out of you. He wants the best that you have to offer. And sometimes it takes going through something for the best to shine through. I pray, my prayer is that you stand tall and that you allow God to shape you and to make you over and to bless you with each passing day and that you remain under his care always. Amen, amen, amen.